Hey, hey, welcome to the Dream Home Movement. You're here with me, Joe Violetta. I'm joined by Tara Vandelite. Hey, Tara, how are you doing? Oh, very good. <laughs> and tonight we are chatting about property styling. Now, if you're a regular listener of the show, you would know that Tara and I are massive advocates for getting your property professionally styled particularly if you are selling it. So tonight we're going to look at what's the difference between property styling to sell and what is the difference compared to property styling to stay. We're also going to do a bit of a deep dive into what's actually involved in property styling because I know that we talk about it a lot on the show, but if you're getting your property styled to sell, for example, what's the process? Like, do, do you move out of your house? Do you provide the furniture? What happens to your stuff? How long does it take? All, all of those questions that I know I've been wondering quietly, we're going to answer them so you know exactly what to expect. And we're going to talk about the benefits as well. I know we've spoken about it before, but we are going to uh, cover those again and go a little bit deeper. And we have two fabulous experts to take us through exactly what property styling is and what's involved. We've got Jessica Rigg and Juliana McLean uh, from Abode Styling Group in the studio. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for joining us tonight. We also have the finance segment with Carl. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement, only here on FM. Take me home Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. We are talking about property styling tonight and we have two special guests in the studio to take us through what property styling is and how it works. We've got Juliana and Jessica from Abode Styling Group, which is a boutique interior design company whose focus has predominantly been on luxury homes on the Mornington Peninsula and Bayside in the Mornington on the Mornington Peninsula and in Bayside suburbs of Melbourne. We love our luxury homes here. They've recently expanded their services and they are now a full service agency which focuses on architecture, interior design and property styling, of course. Uh, between the two of them, they have over a decade of combined experience, so we thought they would be the perfect people to come into the studio and talk us through property styling. So again, welcome to the studio. Thanks, Jo. Thank you. <laughs> welcome to your radio debut. Is that right? First time on radio? Yes. Yeah, it's exciting. I think we should start with the fundamentals. Mm -hmm. So can you talk us through what property styling actually is, and I'm going to be a really awful interviewer and give you a double question. What is property styling? And then what is the difference between styling, property styling to st sell and property styling to stay? My gosh, that's a tongue tie. That's a tongue twister, isn't it? Property styling to sell and property styling to stay. I'll, I'll have a go answering that one, Joe. Um, Essentially, property styling is the professional art of creating that feeling that buyers essentially, when they walk through the door, um, have that feeling, and that is professionally created by um, people like us. So um, it's obviously preparing the home for sale. We ensure that um, it's in its most appealing format by replacing existing furniture 
or sometimes just certain pieces to make the home look appealing to a broad variety of buyers and more importantly to the buyer's demographic working closely with the agent to make sure that we are all on the same um, page. Uh, so this can include either modernising the property if the furniture and decor items are dated, which happens often. Um, it can be decluttering, removal of items that people tend to collect around their home and they don't even realise <laughs> that they are. Um, but at the same time, we don't want it to look empty. That's a really big thing. A lot of clients come to us and say, I've decluttered everything, I'm ready to go. But it looks really cold and empty, so that's where we you know, need to come in and create that feeling. Styling to stay is the other side of our business where once we've perhaps staged and helped to sell a property, the new owners come in and they loved the look and feel and they want it to you know, remain that way. So we will go about um, designing and purchasing and creating their new home for them to stay in. So it crosses over into interior design. We have architects and interior designers and stylists on our team now. So, so that's the other side of our business. Wow, well that that makes that actually makes a lot of sense. Like we we talk a lot about styling to to sell, like getting your house ready to sell, and we do say you really do need to invest in 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 professional styling if you want to get the best result for your property. But uh, Carl and I are looking to buy our next home at the moment. So we're looking around, we're investigating, and I do find it hard to look past some homes that haven't been styled professionally and the furniture is definitely not to my taste. It requires a bit of imagination, but homes that have been styled really well, I'm like, can we just make them an offer and just keep all the furniture because I'm not going to re recreate this, especially I think when you look at display homes and they're professionally styled and you're sort of picturing them in a certain way and then I've, I've got friends that have done this and they've bought the home and it's like, oh, it's just like four walls and a floor. <laughs> it's nothing like what we were looking at when we looked at the display home. So, yeah, it definitely makes sense to offer those two services. And it takes... Um, as people probably realise if they try and do it themselves, if you buy a new home, and it, in, particularly if it's a large home, it takes a lot of time, and time is money, and everyone's busy, to pull it together to that level of, I guess, what we do every day. So, um, you know, we can actually save you money uh, with our services because we can obviously buy things wholesale and all the different um, suppliers that we work with. So styling to stay is definitely something that we're keeping busy with. Yeah, and saving on mistakes as well. Because I know my husband, he likes to buy things off eBay without telling me furniture <laughs> pieces and then they arrive at the house and it's like, but this doesn't look good with anything that we've already got. It's so hard to tell scale and size yeah. online. That's it. You let him buy anything. Yeah. I do not. <laughs> he just goes and does it and, su and surprises me. So, yeah, you can save a lot of money by just getting it done right in the first place. Those are some benefits. We've covered some benefits. So um, it's, yeah, making your home more appealing to, to sell and saving time and, and money. What other benefits uh, are there to getting your home professionally styled, particularly before sale? I think overall it just makes it the property it makes the property look better. Um, we generally create space that people 
um, can't visualise. Um, obviously, we're trained to create spaces. Um, and even just simple things, when a buyer walks in the front door, um, say there's you know six people, six groups coming to an open, um, that's more than you know the two people that live in that house that generally walk in the front door at the same time. So, for example, you've got... A, you want a larger space, and a lot of people don't take that into consideration um, when doing it themselves. Um, so that's one benefit is that we are trained to do this. Um, it's our job to do it. Um, we also want people to walk in and say, I could live here, or wow, this space is huge. And so we kind of design furniture around what we, we know what people are going to want when they walk into the property. Um, and we can also, we've just got a gift of making properties um, which were once small, tiny spaces appear huge. <laughs> and we, yeah, it's, it's magic, really. It um, sounds like <laughs> magic. Yes, we're magic. No. Um, <laughs> most people are visual creatures, though, and they do need to be shown um, property styling so that they can see something for themselves. They need to see it to believe it. And um, a lot of the time, say you walk into an empty room, you do see four walls, as you said before. Um, and if we can show people, look, if you just pop this here, that there, then, oh, it looks easy when you walk in um, because they don't see all the planning and everything that's gone behind the scenes to actually execute that. So a lot of the items that we would place in a home are, are custom suited to that property. We don't just look into a, a one warehouse and think we've only got three sofas, that'll do. Um, there's actually a lot of planning and spatial awareness that goes behind um, when, you know, when we place a chair in a room, for example, it has to be the right height, has to be the right size, the width and the colour. So there's a lot of thought process that does actually go behind property styling and styling to stay. Gosh, it's like, it's like a science, isn't it? Because I wouldn't think of the, the height of the chair. Yeah, I'd be thinking the colour of the chair maybe, but not the height of the chair. I, I, I was aware of the benefits of um, like when someone walks into the house and being able to picture themselves living there and that sort of stuff. But I found it really interesting that you mentioned making realising that there's going to be more than two people walking into the the home so it needs to be styled appropriately for a big group walking through the home that's really yeah, interesting yeah. it's really different styling a property to sell versus styling if you're going to be staying in the property very very different um in what we would choose yeah wow. we've got to make it seem um also functional on one hand but then um we've got to cater for things that aren't necessarily functional all the time. For example, six people walking in the front door at once. It doesn't generally happen unless you've got a large family. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it can be more. Sometimes there's 10 groups that are open. I mean, I'm sure every real estate agent would hope that there's 10. I know at Tara's yeah. opens, there's... <laughs> Plenty. It's like queuing up to get into a nightclub. Would you agree that it, the, the furniture and decor really needs to suit the property and the target Market oh, that absolutely! To to, so the one point five million dollar property. Yes, the, 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 you need to have needs to tell that story. Right. Yeah, it needs to have that narrative, that that feeling, as you were saying, that sort of sets the tone. Otherwise, because um, with real estate, we're always trying to create that perceived value, you know, and you can't do that without the right the furniture. Walls, yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then that that concept of the function's different when you're selling. Yeah, so it's about creating space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
But if you're selling a more of a family sort of home, that would be a different, mm-hmm. completely right. different mm-hmm. um, type of styling yeah. as well. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so what does the process actually involve? So say I want to sell my, my home and I want to get you in to um, style it for me. But what happens? How does it how does it all work? We usually run around like mad women. No, <laughs> no, just joking. Um, it's actually quite simple um, in theory. It usually involves us, obviously, you getting in contact with us and we will come out um, to quote for you. Um, and then once that process is kind of taken care of itself, um, we basically remove all your existing furniture. We work with you depending on what you need. I mean, every client's different so it's kind of hard every to house stand- is different yeah it's hard to standardize the process which is um we always need to see the property um although we have worked on a few floor plans um but it's good to see the property feel it um depending on um your current furniture we can use some of your existing pieces to um you know save cost or things like that but we're, we're definitely flexible in that way and we always try to work with the client, work with clients' budgets, everyone's different. So, um, in an ideal world, we'd say ten business days for turnaround. Yeah. Okay, um, we've been turning we, we around. Can... <laughs> about under a week. Uh, lately. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, we want to do it right. So, it's, as we said, we don't just want to throw in and do things haphazardly. You only get one chance at getting it right. So, ideally, ten business days is sort of the turnaround for selling. So you would okay. So you're you're wanting to sell the house. It's going on the market on the 11th of August, let's say. So we would get you in on the 1st of August to come look at it for the first time or before that? Or? As early as you can. Okay. But, yes, the 1st of August essentially would give us time to prepare the quote for you, 24 hours, and then if you accepted the quote, contract signed, all the paperwork, payment, and then we book in a truck installation date and our um, removalist teams and we go about pulling together the property in during that next sort of eight business days essentially so that's a rough guide for you and that can include also helping you with the removal of your current furniture if you're living in the property as well or working about arrangements Um, you know we can we can organize everything or we can organize as much or as little as as you like so we can kind of get a truck there, people to pack it and take it all away if you just want to pop your hands up and go have a coffee. Um, or if you want to be involved in the process, you can take care of that and then we just come in on installation day and, and handle the day from there. Okay. So, because I haven't I haven't sold a property for a long time, uh, so I'm not familiar with this process. So, uh, okay. So, you can't... See, what if you're living in the house when you're still, if you haven't sold the house yet and you're living, well, you haven't sold the house because you're selling it. If you haven't got bridging finance and moved into your, your next home, so you're still living in the, the house mm-hmm. while it's on sale. Yeah. And, and then your furniture goes, what happens with your furniture? That's a really good question. So we call these partials. So if you're living in the property and then you wanted us to come in to style maybe the main living areas and a few rooms. Um, it's, it can get tricky with children and pets and when you're bringing in higher furniture. So some companies charge a bond um, if we've got children and pets around. Um, so we, we do offer partials, which we call live-in partials. So we do offer that service. Um, there's just a few extra little um, 
care, I guess, that needs to be taken with the higher furniture. Um, but it's absolutely doable. It's just um, slightly more things for you to remember, I guess, with um, especially you know closing the blinds and we have a lot of sun damage and we have to try and look after you and the stock at the same time. <laughs> so Okay, so, so it's you can live you can. with the furniture, you but you just, yeah, you need to be extra careful. Correct. It's for a short period of time exactly. while you're sell- selling your house. really quickly. Yeah, because yeah. it's so beautiful. People won't Fingers be able to, to, <laughs> to resist it. Okay, so your furniture, if you move some of your furniture out, you would just put it in storage or something like that if you don't have another property. Mm, some people do their garage if they don't yeah. want to spend the money on a storage unit. Oh, that's smart, or yes. Shed or, or the shed, shed. okay. Um, or, yeah, mum and dad's big shed or anywhere you can um, okay. with the, the decluttering process, but we can help with that as well. Oh, so you can help. So if we're stuck, you can we you do. can help with that. What about, so on the day, or, so on the day that you've got your open, do you, do you come in on that? So when's installation day? The day before an open? Um, installation no. day is generally the before photos. Yes. Yeah, generally before photos. Some photos are scheduled for later that afternoon. Um, some are scheduled for that week. Um, it just depends on on timelines and things like that. Um, but yeah, um, installation day is just before photographs, so that you can get those beautiful images up on the website. Obviously, everyone is extremely tech savvy these days, so we want that beautiful look on realestate.com or wherever you're putting your property, um, so that buyers want to come and see your home over other ones, basically. Perfect. It stands out. It stands out. You'll remember that. You'll save it to your highlights, and you'll you'll head there on the first open. Okay, so okay, that makes that makes sense. And then with the bedding and the towels and that sort of thing, would you the the vendor, the person selling the house, then don't want to get too jargony, the person selling the house on the day, they would take their bed sheets off and put fancy bed sheets <laughs> on. <laughs> fancy the fact the good towels out. Yeah. There is a few ways um speaking to a few other stylists about this. So generally the master bedroom is where we focus a lot on um, linen and making sure that because it's a heavily photographed room and everyone wants to look at the master bedroom. So with, in regards to linen, if you're living in it, what we normally say, we put our linen on top of yours for the photos and it looks gorgeous, all our cushions, all our throws, and we layer it up and you take a photo on your phone and then it, when you go to bed that night, you lift it all off, you pop it on the ground or somewhere safe and you sleep in your own linen. Yep. And then when you have your first open, you go back to your photo and you look at that picture and you just pop it all back on again. If you can't do it, we can come back and help you. But essentially, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a good trick. I like that because I was thinking, okay, they're going to make the bed for you and then you just sleep on the floor. Right? <laughs> People do that. Put down your yoga mat and sleep on the floor. You've got to make sacrifices people yeah no but you okay you, you do use your own linen and the nows is all on top and it just it's i would completely make my family do that <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not good at making beds lie on the floor it's short no, term no one touch the bed it's yeah <laughs> okay well that that makes sense because it always felt like a little bit of a mystery to me as to what what's actually involved is there anything else that the vendor needs to to do so that they need to get the house 
nice and sparkling and clean before photos and before opens and that sort of thing. The but biggest thing I would say, because we do also work with a lot of renovations and builds, would be providing clear, unobstructed access for install days. So, um, yeah, we need we have a, quite a large truck and a lot of people. Install day can be quite busy, so we usually, you know, just advise vendors to be maybe go out for a coffee while we're doing our thing um, and have no tradesmen there at the same time. It can get quite a busy day. So move move out the way. Clear, clear yeah. access. <laughs> Basically just clear access for us. To clear access. Yeah, yeah. Clear access. And and a bit of decluttering before? Yeah. yeah. Decluttering, a, a clean-up. We, we have a whole kit. We're perfectionists. We have irons, you know, baby wipes, um, glass cleaner. We we bring everything um, on the day. We kind of morph into lady tradies as well. Um, we wear <laughs> a few hats on the day. Um, but, yeah, they just kind of need to make it as clean as possible. But we also have you covered because it's such a stressful time and things get really forgotten and um, left to the last minute. And we totally get that. It's stressful sometimes or sometimes it's overwhelming. Sometimes it's not the, not what you want to do. You know, you might have to leave, you know, your family home that you've grown, you know, you've grown up in or your kids have grown up in and you're happy to be moving but you're sad to be leaving. So, um, yeah, we also understand that there's a lot of emotion that goes into it. So if if the, you know, the sliding door hasn't been cleaned, we'll take care of it. It'll be okay. Oh, I love that. I love that you understand what people are going through as well because it, it's a high stress, high emotion, high emotion um, situation. Yeah. It's yeah. Most people's biggest asset, really. Yeah, their home. So. Okay. What else do we need to cover about property styling, do you think? Um, I think. Fair bit, mainly. Um, Probably keeping an open mind that that when a, a property stylist works on your property, that if you're selling, the furniture that's selected uh, and placed in your property is not always going to be perhaps what you would go out and buy for yourself. And the reason we may put those white dining chairs in instead of black ones is because we know what photographs well. So it's really about keeping an open mind and knowing that these pieces are being put in with a lot of thought behind and, and we want your photos to look amazing. Um, so probably just keeping an open mind when it comes to install day uh, um, I th- that, that we know that what's going to work best. I think that's really good ad- advice, really good advice. You've hired professionals for a reason, yeah. okay? So you need to trust that you're in good hands, they've got you, and just let go. Let go. It's hard. It's hard. It is hard, yeah. it, especially when it's your home and you've seen it for a certain a certain way. But there's a science to this. Everything, nothing's random. Everything's done for a reason. So yeah, you've spent the money. You've hired the people. Take this off your to do list. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Take it off your to do yeah. list. Now I've got a, a bit of a fun question to ask you, which is probably going to sort of dive into your creative side a bit. What is your favourite interior design or architectural style from a bygone era? All right. I'll go because I could think of one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Mine, it's got to be Victorian. Um, I just drool over ceiling roses, detailed detailed architraves, you know, like the street fronts on those classic weatherboard Victorians that you see in Melbourne. They've got, you know, the um, 
the steel lace around, you know, the trim around the veranda. Um, I grew up in one of those homes. It wasn't a beautiful home. My um, mum didn't have the money to renovate. And that is, I think, where my passion for interior design and property styling um, came about because I was just always thinking of things that we could do to this old gem to make it look beautiful. Um, so that would definitely be mine. I just, yeah, love anything Victorian. Um, and there's not a lot of it down here on the peninsula. Like there is, but there isn't. Um, maybe I just haven't worked on a whole lot of them. But, um, yeah, I just love, yeah, there's nothing better than an old Victorian, I think, an old gem. That's interesting. We were talking to... Uh, we were talking to a home automation company on the show mm-hmm. last year and they were saying that they were installing full-on high-tech home automation into a beautifully restored Vic- classic Victorian home. Wow. So even keeping those the original light switches and everything, but having home automation behind it. Fantastic. It's so, so cool. That's the, that's gold. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Totally. (laughs) Jessica, have you got? I'm loving at the moment a little bit of Byron Bay um, Mm. feel, a little bit of also Palm Springs. Yeah, that real relaxed vibe with um, neutral, layering natural um, colours, really just a real relaxed feel um, at the moment, but it changes. I could change that um, next year, but that's what I'm doing at the moment in my own house, trying to have a really relaxed coastal vibe with lots of natural, um, you know, light floors. My last house had black floors and now I've gone to the light side. (laughs) we do change quite a lot um, so yeah. i love that so like sorry it. for my husband <laughs> it's like we just bought those cushions six <laughs> months ago that i hate them now i'm done with those <laughs> i'm cancelling <laughs> them <laughs> what and this is our signature question what does the phrase dream home mean to you um i was thinking about this question um to be honest my dream home is a classic grey and white double story weatherboard. Um, I'm going to say in Main Ridge because I'm just obsessed with mm. Red Hill and Main Ridge at the moment. And it's totally out of my price point, so um, a girl can dream. Um, with kind of, you know, an English Hamptonsy garden, which oh, probably yes. won't work up at Red Hill, <laughs> but you never know, it's a dream, right? Um, and then matching interior. Um, However, I was thinking about this like a dream home for an interior designer. Like, what does it mean? Because I feel like we really create based on our moods. And sometimes, you know, I might be feeling a bit moody. I might feel a bit more edgy and I might really want, you know, some black furniture or, um, you know, some darker pieces. And then I'll be feeling really fun and I'll want, you know, eclectic pops (laughs) and purple and blue and mustard all in the one room. And then I want that cool, calm, natural, everything really neutral and And I actually think you just need, as an interior designer, you need 40 homes in 40 different locations (laughs) and you just need to like go, just be sent to those homes as you feel and you just create there. And they'd be masterpieces (laughs) and you'd be broke, but it'd be great. It it would be fabulous. (laughs) So that's my dream. I love it. I'll take the weatherboard though, you know. What does dream home mean to me? It means a few things. Probably a different take to yours, Juliana, but a dream home to me is where you can truly feel relaxed with your loved ones and have that feeling that we keep talking about. So I think for me, wherever I am, 
I feel I can transform it into my dream home, whether that be coastal or country. Um, I'm quite, yeah, I think it's, I think it's who you with. I think it's who you with. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. It's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's lovely. So if people want to learn more about property styling, if they would like to get you out to look at their property and all of that sort of thing, how can they find you, contact you, follow you? (laughs) Yes, we're everywhere. (laughs) Um, You can find us, we're on social media, um, our Facebook, you can just search Abode Styling Group. Um, Our Instagram handle is at Abode Styling Group. Um, and our website is www.abodestylinggroup.com.au. Um, you'll find, you know, our past work, so you can have a look at our um, previous stages, previous styling to stay. Um, you can meet the team. There's a great about us um, explaining all about our team, what we do, our past, and you know, our history in this business. And all and the images are our own work, so we can probably yeah. say that yes. you won't be looking at, um, you know, stock images. It's actually all the work. Yeah, we don't done. get them off Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> People get your photos and put them on Pinterest. <laughs> it's the other way around. Well, thank you so much for coming into for this. having us. Oh, absolute pleasure. So much information. I think um, our audience will get a lot out of that. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. We are heading into the finance segment with Carl. Carl, have we got you there on the line? Yes, I am on the line. Thank you for that dramatic pause. (laughs) I was a bit worried I'd lost you. No, no, waiting here patiently, which is is all good. That's good. Well, thank you for dialing in. What I want to ask you tonight is about the recent rate cuts. So we've spoken about them on the show before, uh, that uh, the Reserve Bank of Australia, RBA, cut the official cash rate two months in a row and yeah. many lenders have followed suit and they have cut interest rates on their own occupied home loans and I think they've um, some have cut some on their investment property loans as well. So what I want to ask you tonight is how can we save money on our mortgage repayments by taking advantage of – so how can people, how can the listeners save money on their mortgage repayments by taking advantage of these recent rate cuts? What can they do? The best way that I probably would like to um, answer your question is um, a scenario of a a real live um, home loan that I'm doing for a client at the moment. Um, So, client 12 months ago bought a property in um, in the city, and um, sort of in a you know one uh, in Brunswick West, you know, really nice, beautiful home. Paid about 1.6 for it, and um, he had a massive loan. He had, uh, I think, he had to borrow about 800,000. Um, so uh, during the recent rate cuts, uh, we targeted a specific lender. Um, he's currently on like uh, 4% um, with one of the banks that I introduced you uh, introduced him to last year, and his repayments are like 3,500 a month. It was um, it was manageable for him, like quite easily. But you know, he knows that there's better deals out there. So we moved him to another lender, and we reduced his repayments by three hundred dollars a month. Okay. Wow, so, that's significant. Yeah. 
that's huge, yeah. So three hundred dollars per month, and and just that's just on rate, just uh, just due to the rate reduction through the RBA. So he's gone from a four percent interest rate to now fixing his loan for three years at three point one nine percent. As a result, uh, the savings of three hundred dollars uh, per month, uh, which is thirty six hundred per year. Now he's going to use that thirty six hundred to make that as extra repayments on his home loan. So, um, so what he's trying to do is he's going to try and reduce his home loan uh, down from say thirty years um, by making the extra repayments. You know, he's going to shave around four years on his loan term. So, you know, his loan term is going to be reduced as a result of that making making that additional repayment to loan, yeah, from the from the savings of the interest rates. So that's that's sort of one real example of the benefits of of the rate cut. Um, people um, can uh, use that to their advantage um, with the savings from the lower interest rates to actually put back into their mortgage so that they can pay their home loan quicker. Oh, that that's smart. How much do you think? How much time do you think that would save him off his home loan? Just yeah, roughly about four years. I men- mentioned yeah, four, ye- four, four years. years off a thirty-year loan term. So by making extra repayments just through the saving of the rate cut, his loan term will go from um, you know thirty years. It'll be shortened by four years. So he'll, he'll, he'll save himself four years off his loan term by making the additional repayments purely from the rate cut. Wow. So he's not paying any extra than what he was before because he's got that rate cut, but he's able to pay his home loan off sooner. That's amazing. Yeah. Like that 3500 like I said, was uh, a bit high for him, but he, he can afford it, you know. Um with now with the refinance that we've done, he's going to go from thirty five hundred to thirty two hundred per month as a repayment. So as a as a net result, um, you know it's it's saving him three hundred dollars per month. That is amazing. So if you have a home loan, if you have a, a mortgage, then and you haven't investigated whether or not you can take advantage of these recent in- interest rate cuts, it's definitely worthwhile investigating. That's right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So um, many banks will have a minimum requirement um, on the on the loan to um, qualify for a particular interest rate. Um, usually many lenders have like, as a minimum of say 200, 250,000 and above um, to qualify for the headline rates. Um, now, if a customer is long term, they've only got you know under 100,000 or 150,000 to go, and they want to refinance. Um, what you'll find is um, a large majority of the banks will only um, offer customers with those types of loan amounts under standard variable rates. Um, really, uh, for, for people that are thinking of refinancing, you know, I think a minimum balance of about $200,000 would qualify for the headline rates. Okay, before I let you go, I need to just 
check something with you, headline rate, is that the rate, like the super low sexy rate yeah, that they're advertising? Swap banks, banks advertise on the paper, on the radio, on the bill, on the billboards, on the on the internet. That's you know, it grabs people's attention, grabs people's eyes. They get excited by that low number. That's what we call headline rates. Okay, well, I just learnt a new fancy term. I feel very cool now. I'm going to drop it in conversation tomorrow and and, and sound very, very cool and knowledgeable. <laughs> there you go, everyone. That's your challenge for tomorrow. Drop the term headline rate into a conversation. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Where can people find you, follow you? How can they get in contact with you? Uh, following uh, social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, uh, if they want to talk to me, my number is 0424-849-034. They can just drop us a line on um, on our social media. Great. And Violetta Finance, just Google Violetta Finance to find the website. Yeah, that's right. Website and, and social media. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. That was really informative. I hope you have a good rest of the evening. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> Bye. That brings us towards the end of the show. I feel like tonight went really fast, but it was really jam-packed full of helpful information. I want to give a shout-out to all of the listeners who listen live on 98.7 RPPFM. We love you. Thank you for your support. And I also would like to give a shout-out to all of the listeners who listen to the replay of the live show as a podcast, which is available all over anywhere that you find good anywhere that you find good podcasts you'll find the dream home movement podcast if you are a pod listener and you love the show please leave a five star rating review rated review it will help more people find the show and you know what you could even do you could even share it you could share the show share share the dream home goodness and every week I give a shout out to the suburb or city or town. We have the most podcast listeners for that week. And this, and, and I never just keep it to one because I, I don't want to leave anyone out. So I want to give a big shout out to everyone listening in Mornington. You are, are very regularly up there as one of the top podcast listening suburbs. Also Narry Warren. We've got some listeners in Narry Warren, quite a few. And up in that top five, we've also got San Anselmo. I hope I said that right. In the United States of America, please don't send me nasty messages about my terrible American accent. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. And also listeners in San Francisco, which is in America as well. And rounding out number five uh, is Perth. So thank you so much to all of our podcast listeners. We love you all. Thank you for having us in your ear holes every week. And we'll chat to you again next week. That's it for now. Bye.